Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Whether you're working from home or working on your fitness, you want what you're listening to to be what you're listening to, not what your roommate or neighbor or significant other are listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds, but before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, you need to check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. We've teamed up with Raycon, and they are offering 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash filmsack. I'll get right into it. Good morning, everyone. I'm um, here to talk to you about charitable giving. Okay, and we all know the way that that works you give one, maybe 2% of your net cash, and you get an armband or a wristband or a ribbon or whatever it is. It's nowhere near enough. And that's why we at Embry Publicity would like to offer you the all heart symbol. Besides, he's hot. This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mine in the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 470. My name is Scott Johnson. I'm joined today by my good friend, Brian. He really hates the word asshole Dunaway. Oh, I hate it so much. Is is the is the hole in my butt. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> the following intro is rated PG-13 for some naughty language and spicy suggestive imagery. Therefore, parental guidance for children under 13 is advised. Now... Join us for The Adventures of Captain Asshole and Miss Crazy. Apart, they are unstoppable. Together, they are weaker than a couple of newborn puppies at their doggy mama's throbbing eight teats. Gross. <laughs> so if you find yourself in over your head and faced with the prospect of mortal danger, for the love of old gods, don't call asshole and crazy, especially by name, or you may find yourself on the, on the butt end of an unfortunate human centipede. Hey, that's two movie references in one. Maybe you've never seen one, but you've seen the other. That's okay. I'm not here to judge you, but you're a terrible person. And now, four guys in the van listening to a podcast about rave music. Randy? <laughs> that is amazing. By the way, Human Centipede reference. Well done. Although it never quite went that far in that movie. It's, it's a, I appreciate where it you went. It was close. Yeah, it was it close. It was close. It was yeah. pretty damn close. I'd want revenge, too. All right. Also, with us, Randy... That hand is cocked, Jordan. 
Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Did I ever tell you boys about the time I was the most successful PR agent in California? No. Uh True story. I was a one-man PR masterclass in success. And you can, too, if you follow my three (laughs) PR rules. Number one, to be great at PR, you got to drop some other skills, like communicating with the press. Don't worry about that, you know, ever. Just talk to your client like you're some kind of therapist and ignore the press. That always works. Number two, to be great at PR, you got to drop some other skills, like making money. Who needs it? You're going to get to drive an old Beamer and live in a $2 million home in a very cute neighborhood, even when you're a complete failure. Number three, to be great at PR, you got to drop some other skills, like knowing how a train crossing works or (laughs) knowing how to run away from the outside of a building when the windows get broken. Or how about this one? Knowing how the diaper aisle at the store works. Diapers? That's apparently a woman's job. And if you don't have a woman, one will be provided to you. Ah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Very nice. These are steps I've I'm going to remember. Life all wrong. Yeah. I'm going to remember these, this list. I've been uh, dropping the wrong skills. There you go. Mm, true. Daryl skills. Hey, check it out. Finally, with us, Brian, his Zagnut bar versus your bullet, mm. Ibit. <laughs> oh, don't call, call me. Call me Brian Ibit one more time. I dare you. Just call me Brian one more time. <laughs> Now, you were waiting for this. This is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And if you've got a second, I'll tell you a little ditty about how I became the hero of New York City. On Mount Olympus, I was born and raised. Macking with Charlize Theron is how I spent most of my days. But then I got amnesia, and I was reborn and spent my life in a trailer full of Jiffy Pop popcorn. (laughs) Someone called me an asshole, and I got mad. You see, all gods have trigger names to make them turn bad. Apollo had dickweed. Athena's was witch. And you better not be calling Hades punk-ass bitch. I called Mary crazy. We got in a fight. And long story short, we almost died that night. But I moved to NYC, and my story will now stop, because it's time for me to make some more Jiffy Pop. That was amazing. I I did not even think about really? that. I thought, I thought, I oh my God, it's going to be three of us doing the it. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air I, theme. That I, was amazing. I wrote it all out and stepped back from it, and I'm glad I did because yours was better than mine. <laughs> I, I Yeah, I expected all three. I really did. But uh, mine, mine was mine was a lot more about the Miami part. You know, <laughs> like it was from yeah. Miami. And with a, I, I, I went yeah, deep. Yeah, you could have like done a, the whole. Were, uh, you could have done the whole. Viente Minos, be Miami or whatever it is. Yeah, the, yeah, uh, no, no. yeah, yeah. Whatever that girl sings. Hey, uh, uh, the movie's Hancock. If it wasn't clear, uh, Hancock. We've uh, talked oh, a lot I thought about it. Was it. Human Centipede. Oh yeah, Human Centipede. Uh, we, so <laughs> that scene's a little uncomfortable uh, that Brian's mm-hmm. referring to. We'll get to that. It's not the grossest thing in the movie, though. It didn't gross me out because it seemed no. super fake. Yeah, it's, it's CGI, right? I mean, well, even then, I don't know if it was CGI. I mean, it just no. Was. They tried. They they tried to. I think it was in the trivia. They tried to do it with practical effects, and it wasn't working out. And uh, they had to do the. Uh, they had to do the. Uh, the old special really? Did they so really? Wait, wait, wait. The scene. The scene in the prison with the guy. Yeah. With his really? head up the other guy's yeah. butt. I would have CGI. Thought, I thought that was just like I, a like a like a camera angle thing, so you could hide his head. I, yeah, that's that's what they said originally. They were going to try. They tried it with practical effects, camera angles, and and whatnot, and uh, it wasn't uh, wasn't working for them. So they they had that old CGI'd in. I don't know how they did it. 
Well, it oh, seems like for, it'd be. Uh, thank you for your seems like it'd be hard industrial light and magic. Can you tell us about yeah. some of your work? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I put a prison so, man up another prison man's ass. That'd be. You honest. may have seen my head up another guy's <laughs> butt. <laughs> Well, it's interesting. Very proud. That, very proud. That is when you read about this movie and you like watch watch a couple of reviews of this movie. That is clearly the most memorable thing from the film. Yeah. And yeah. I'd only seen it once before. I saw it the weekend it opened in a theater when I was living in Austin, Texas. I did not remember that about the movie. Like my mm. memories of mm. the movie were about Will Smith as drunk superhero. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's and all I had. All I re- yeah, that's all I remember, too. I had totally forgot that Jason Bateman was a huge part of this film. I forgot that Charlize oh. Theron was was anything in this film. I forgot either. she was forgot in it. Everybody. I forgot she was in it, period. So when she showed yeah. up, I went, oh, okay. I forgot you're in this. All right, I like you. You're cool. And then this the twist bit with her. Don't yeah. remember that at all. How did I pay ten bucks to go to a theater and watch this and not remember that twist at all? As soon as, I just, that, as soon is as that they, like a go ahead? As soon as uh, Will Smith and Charlize Theron stare at each other, like yeah. it gives it away. Like it's the biggest tropey trope monster. I, I agree, but I thought lived. it was just like, oh, they're great, they're attracted somehow, and why? And it just seemed like the surface level stuff to me. The the bit where she turns out to be one of him. Totally don't remember that. I don't remember her flying, fighting, beating stuff up, almost dying. None of that has a memory in my head. I I remembered it once it started happening. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot that she was a thing. Because even watching it this time around, it's been like probably eight years since I've seen this last. And even when she was like looking around in the neighborhood and stuff, when he came in the house in in suburbia, and uh, I was still thinking, oh, she's just uncomfortable. She has an image she's trying to keep up. And uh, no, it was something totally different. Yeah, it totally, just didn't. Totally I just didn't see it coming. And I and and that's weird because my memory of the movie ends in the in the bank robbery where dude gets his hand cut off. That's right. that's the end of the movie in my head. Red. Doesn't that also feel like the the worst way to sup someone with a uh, a kill switch, <laughs> a dead man switch? Yeah, uh, is cutting their hand off from from a far distance. Yeah, right. I don't think you would when think. you've already shown you've got super speed. I think you could probably get there and force his hand shut. Yeah, right. I know, but he a, called him an asshole, so you know. This is a superhero yeah. who shaves with his own fingernails, right? He uses his own fingernails now, to shave his own his own super beard, so he could just he could just go rip that arm off <laughs> using his super speed, right? But long mm-hmm. before, like it just—I mm-hmm. don't know—it was it yeah. Because was... I think as soon as that hand comes becomes disconnected from the arm, uh, the muscles kind of relax on that switch. My my complaints on this movie are all along those lines. They all have to do with the suspension of disbelief and the portrayal of the character. Because mm-hmm. like he's supposed to be wacky and dumb, you know what I mean? Like he he starts out the movie. I guess he's drunk, so that's you know I guess yeah. that's kind of wacky. He's and dumb. inebriated, but it's right. just like anytime he gets all clever. It's like no, don't make him clever. That's not. That's yeah. Not the, I, that's he not never the really got too clever. He's just a. Uh, the, I think they played it pretty good here. I mean, I, I like the way the character was written, and I think they played it pretty well because he wasn't. He wasn't stupid. He was disconnected, ignorant of uh, what mortals have to deal with. Sure. We've talked about movies that change. Uh, change what the movie is about basically halfway through like dust till right. dawn and other movies yeah, like yeah. you know yeah. this is a good example of that where i think this would have been either movie that they tried to make or either half of the movie would have been good on its own as a fully fleshed out idea having a superhero 
who's kind of a dick who needs a PR guy and the PR guy kind of changes him and softens his image and stuff. Make that the whole movie or right. make this whole like um, star-crossed deity lovers that can't right. be together but can't be apart kind of thing. Right. Um, make that the whole movie. But don't, you know, don't change gears halfway through and say, all right, we've got this great idea for a PR guy. He's going to like soften him up. And then that kind of just disappears as soon as completely he goes to jail agree and it shifts in a it shifts in a and two and it's just too much of a shift it's like yeah oh okay great all right this is a different movie and, then. and i guess that's probably why we're talking about hancock on film sack is because it it does that's that's the that's the pivot point that it, it fails yeah and, uh, i don't like it so i don't like mm-hmm. it yeah i i wouldn't say i don't like it necessarily i just think it's a much weaker movie uh if 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 it had a if it has stayed the course, like yeah, like that first the half, the movies. first half of the movie is the it better movie. Uh, even if you, I agree with Ibbett entirely on this point, but if I was going to pick one, I would stick with the first one and I would flesh mm-hmm. that out more because I just think there's a lot of places they, they could have kept going in and then stopped because suddenly the, the focus completely changed. Uh, but I gotta say, I enjoyed both movies. Yeah. I enjoyed both. <laughs> there's things to like about the second movie. <laughs> Uh, right, but I, I think yeah. there's a lot I, more to like about the first movie than there is. The second agreed. Movie. Yes, I think uh, I think as as far as the the second half, it is uh, it's just so formulaic. I mean, both halves really are formulaic. You do the PR thing, and it's a pretty a pretty predictable movie to write. Yep. You start right. off with drunk uh, superhero PR guy steps in. He figures he's got heart, and he becomes a good guy at the very end, kind of thing. Yeah, I think, and I think that that can only go so far. Well, I would agree with that, but it sounds like their original plan. So it says in the trivia, the original screenplay was much darker. Apart from being a low life, Hancock was supposed to be a sexually frustrated dude because he couldn't have sex with a woman without <laughs> killing her. Uh, the M- <laughs> the MPAA uh, cleared or let's see actually oh, cleared a scene. Why it was called Hancock? I yeah. got it. Now. Right. Okay. They, cleared, exactly. right. they, they cleared a scene involving what they, is written here as a explosive orgasm, uh, but it was right. removed from the final cut because the test audience didn't I, find it funny. The tone was lightened considerably for summer release, aimed at a wider audience. The MPA gave it R yeah. rating before language and then violence cuts resulted in the, in the PG-13. Had this movie <laughs> burglars- that, that audience did not find a, uh, right. an explosive, murderous uh, sex yeah. scene hilarious. Yeah. So why, that, that would not be hilarious. Peter Berg made a good choice in uh, listening to the Listening to the audience on that and uh, sort of, in, but I wish Peter Berg. I wish Peter Berger, Berg 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 Peter Berger per, Peter Berger Peter Berger. I wish they would have made something more akin to the kinds of darker, sardonic hero movies we've had lately. Uh, Kick Ass comes yeah, to this mind. Was, Stuff like that. This if, was the year the after. Yeah, the this boys. was the year after Iron Man. So it's interesting uh, what influence it might. No, have. it's the year. Right. It's the no, year no, of Iron Man. Two thousand eight is the year of Iron Man. Okay, yeah, and, I and at the time, Batman. That's what, uh, that Dark was Knight. The, the contrast. Yeah. Right. Was that you had mm-hmm. you had you know heroes and now you're going to go explore a drunk who has superpowers. Mm-hmm. That was the that was the Tony Stark. You know. Mm-hmm. No, that like right. Tony Tony Stark is a recovered alcoholic, right? Like that's well, the whole thing is Tony Stark is constantly carrying around all the baggage. The of, the movie, yes, yeah, but in the comics, he he waffles sure. back and forth. He becomes a he relapses. Alcoholic. He yeah, lots like of times. Yeah, yeah, if you're counting just MCU, there there is some of that. But but I, I guess what I'm saying is, if they uh, Brian or Ibbett yelled out uh, the boys, and he's right, like something more akin to that, mm-hmm. maybe we weren't ready well, for it the, yet. This is you know twelve. 
whatever it is and years ago. The boys, yeah, the boys was coming out as they were making this movie. So like, it's got to be weird to be Vince Gilligan and be you know going going to see how the film's going and you're you're you know making script adjustments and the boys is coming in every month and you're like wow oh because okay. it was uh, the comic book you're saying was yeah. coming yeah. out okay oh i see what like, you mean yeah I, yeah i don't yeah. know maybe maybe the two didn't ever cross paths right the boys yeah was i just mean out. i i mainly mean like the tv or the tv thing that's on prime but obviously yeah. we're 12 years apart and it's you know you can't really compare them and taste change and everything else but had they leaned into it i think there was something here for that supposedly hancock 2 which will smith wants to produce still and has had his hands on for a long time may still yet happen at some point <laughs> yeah Charlize uh, theron says she's happy to do it oh i would i would i would love that i would love a hancock too would jason bateman be back is the every man sure he? why not he's he does stuff why not he'd come back yeah Both he really does back. uh he does it so well but he does play he does does tend to play the same character in everything he does oh, Jason yeah, Bateman. Yeah. He, but he's very was, good at it so he can he's really he good do this but I mean, there was, there was probably no question in their mind when it was like, who should we have play this every man, uh, Jason? Yeah, okay, he's, let's he's, move on. Let's keep going. He's Michael Bluth. He, he would have just come off the, the run of, of Arrested Development and was ready to start right. doing, you know, movie things. And it's funny because he can do something that is that is uh, he can do something in film that is always interest me. It makes it really good in rom-com comedies. He's able to seem like he both. Madly, passionately cares about his love interest, but also is accepting of the loss without losing himself. Mm -hmm. Like if if he ever runs into a situation with a with a relationship and it is destroyed, he may be a little bit bitter about it, but he just keeps on moving. Mm -hmm. And it's very believable how he does it. And uh, yeah, it doesn't work with every actor. It's a good point. Other actors make that stuff seem. I don't know. Like even in Arrested Development, the whole concept of that story was that he his wife died. And and it was right. horrible, and she went too young, and he's here with his son, and that shows a comedy, but yet he somehow makes that seem, I don't know, sad, but also like he triumphed a little Hopeful. bit. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's weird. It's a little, he always brings a little bit of hope in a very desperate situation. Even here, it's like when he realizes that uh, Charlize Theron's character, uh, Mary, is already married. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's okay, and he's not intimidated by the fact that Will Smith, or at least doesn't show it, that uh you know they used to be married and all this other stuff he finds a way to just go through and be a good dad and yeah you know, manages relationships but this, this concept He's that good at it. this the thing i think i the thing that broke bugged me the most and it's probably a trope let's just play this here it is it's at least it's at least their own trope but this idea that all of them had a key word that pissed them off the most oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. come on dude. i kind of what what was uh yeah so did every hero but didn't they also imply that other people had um uh, well, what's her name word. said it. Her his was a hole. Hers was uh, crazy, which is which is something that, means- that pe- people call in relationships a lot. So when people are in relationships, uh, you know that seems to be to their. And this probably means quite. that um, Marty McFly is one of the gods too, because if you call yeah, him yeah, right? a coward, then he's <laughs> yeah. trigger word too. All yeah. Right there, you go. I just hate that. Like, there's one word, and that's yeah. and then everything all bets are off one with the one word. Time. Right. One more say. I kind of I I love hate it or hate love it, whichever one you want to put first, because <laughs> it did provide us with a couple of times where Will Smith gets to do something that he does really well, which is just to be absolutely. Well, it was more than it was too many times because when you did it with the little yeah. idiot Michelle kid, that was actually really well done because he was like, mm-hmm. "Say it one more time." He says it one more time, mm-hmm. and without any hesitation, he throws that kid to the sun, and then mm-hmm. that worked. Kudos that, that worked kid for me too. Yeah. Kudos on that kid for playing uh, the way he did because you literally 
You just hated him. You yeah, hated I did him. Hate yeah. him. Oh God, just he's just really annoying uh, me. But then later, when he said it to who did he, who did he say it to the second time, it was um, was it no, it wasn't in prison. Where was it? Oh, Red. Red called him asshole because he saw he chopped his. Oh, oh right, right. That time yeah. I went. All oh, right, call back. Okay, but you better not try that again. And then they saved mm-hmm. it another one for the little post credits thing. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Right. So it happens four times in the movie. Yeah. Don't do it again. It's too many mm-hmm. times. It's too many but, times. While we're while we're on the trope of the berserk button, does anybody have a favorite from another movie? A berserk button. Uh, yeah, like the one, yeah, right, exactly. Like the is that is that what the TV tropes name for it yeah, is the berserk yeah, button? Berserk right, button. Right. It's huge on TV tropes. Like it's one of the biggest I've ever seen. Let's I guess see. the yeah, train if, if candidate doesn't count, right? If, right. <laughs> if if your character needs a a flaw, it, it right. is quick and easy. To throw the, the thing that sets right? them off, right? Like um, yeah. that is exactly what it is. It's how, it's how you give your character your your superhero vulnerability. Yeah, quickly. I can't yep. think of one. What's the? I know that this. I know in my head, stuff's flashing past my head, but nothing specific. I can't think of one. Think of one. Someone help me. Wait. Here. Oh, I got it. Okay. In, Indiana Jones and snakes. Does that yes, count? That's a good no, one. That's a good one. Okay, good one. snakes. Is that a berserk button or is that just a kryptonite? Because kryptonite and berserk buttons, I don't feel like they're the same thing. Right, right. Well, Hancock also has that trope. My God, yeah, he's got the Hancock kryptonite too. Mm-hmm. Wait, what's yeah. his kryptonite? Char- Charlie's Theron, right? Is yeah, the relationship. <laughs> yeah, the relationship is the kryptonite, yeah. right? All right, so Look, can uh, I? You guys help me understand that for a second. I don't want Indiana wanna... Jones. In yeah. Indiana Jones, his berserk button is being called Junior. Oh right, don't call me oh, Junior. Right? That's right. <laughs> that's a pretty. Uh, that's right. A pretty innocuous. I mean, what he just. Gets mad for a second, and then it's like, okay, well, let's keep well he doesn't have superpowers, so he can only be so berserk, <laughs> right? right? Plus, they plus they keep coming back to it in that third movie multiple times, which is the, to me that's okay. the it's the callback that makes it lame. It's not so much the first time you use it; like the first time you use it doesn't mean anything. It's like, don't call me Junior, Dad. Like, oh, you're like, oh, okay, I used to call him Junior. Didn't like him when he was growing up. Anyway, moving on. But if you keep doing callbacks. Then you're like, okay, we get it. Don't call you Junior. Okay, so All maybe right. uh, is Uncle Ben uh, Spider Man's berserk button? Oh, maybe, mm, not, maybe not exactly. No, it's, it's it just really triggers him once against the criminal in the uh, in the apartment building. The uh, origin story. Who, who, uh, super or what? Batman and bats? Is that anywhere close to this? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Or his parents? If he sees an alleyway and he's like, oh, my parents. God, ah. give, give us some examples, Randy. I'm. I'm I'm a little stumped too. I can't think of any. Yeah. So, um, let's see here. In uh in the Dark Knight trilogy, there's there's a couple. All right. Uh one is when whenever uh the serious Joker gets called a freak and yeah, yeah. suddenly yeah. uh goes nuts. Oh yeah. Uh, another okay. one is okay. Another one is do not ever remove Bane's mask. I really like that. Don't ever <laughs> remove and, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a berserk button. Your punishment will be more severe if you take my yeah. mask. <laughs> um boy, Batman's in, got a few in, in Forest Gump, uh Lieutenant Dan has a berserk button. Uh, is it ice he, cream? Once he, once he becomes <laughs> attached to Forrest, I grab Lieutenant Dan. Uh, once he becomes attached to Forrest, Lieutenant Dan cannot take someone calling Forrest Gump stupid or something. Ah, because he, he, yes. He yeah. yeah. The good thing it wasn't the word shrimp. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh my gosh. Him and Bubba Gump um, there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Those are. Those okay. are. Okay. I get it now. I. I feel like uh, yeah. this movie really laid on or relied on that just a little too much, and it. Mm-hmm. It annoyed me, um, but I do have a question. All right, so back back to the whole like uh, kryptonite thing. 
do I understand? Okay, I, I kind of struggle with this bit. When they were together in the hospital. It wasn't consistent if that's what you're going to ask. Well, that's what Go I'm ahead. asking. Because he starts losing yeah. powers only when he takes the bullet, but he had enough power to throw that guy through the wall. And But it was yeah, enough it, to- It's very... It's very uh, playing loose with the rules of his superpowers, and um, the two of them being together, and he didn't seem to have any problem, you know, at the beginning when he and Charlie's Theron were hanging out together, having giant meatballs and things like that. Right, right. Um, so it's like a time time phase thing where the more time you spend with that's uh, that's what I'm your, assuming. Your other- the the longer, the more exposure it it, it slowly weakens them. It must be that because it, it definitely it, it was wasn't very inconsistent. Yeah, and it, was, but it definitely the, the separation is instant. Like as soon as he gets far enough away, yeah, right. Um, then it's like okay, we're all good now. Which, I, I which guess was so. that was played so fast and loose that it almost couldn't be a rule. Like right. when they're when they're together, the first few times they're in the same place, that they're not really declining. They're yeah. also also yeah. when they're in, and even if you go with with Ibbett's idea of that it's time based, in theory we're now in the hospital and the time has really ticked away and we are really in trouble now. He still has the wherewithal to pull her from her bed and throw that throw that bed so hard that it crashes through eight concrete walls, uh, throws guys all over the place, causes all kinds of mayhem and damage in that hospital. In theory, you shouldn't have any of that right then. Like why right, suddenly so, it's like oh no mm-hmm. now I'm being choked by a guy with one arm how is this possible like so he has he has two two real superpowers right one he is uh, impervious and two he is super strong right and so his like flying and so on is all just a feat of strength yeah and those two powers aren't they don't work the same way coming and going like he apparently loses his uh his steel skin way mm-hmm. faster than he loses his strength mm-hmm. right which which is sort of all one and the same <laughs> if you think mm-hmm. about it right like he he should have been a, if he's still super strong he should have no problems you know if you can sling a zagnut through somebody's skull <laughs> you should right. definitely be able to block yes. a bullet with your abdomen yeah. zagnuts too Jeez, i mean right uh, there's the a lot worst of candy bar to, to fire through somebody's. I don't head, think I've right? ever had a Zagnut. What, what's the consistency of a Zagnut? Ooh, Isn't it like I like light, Zagnuts. hard nougat in the mm-hmm. middle, just chocolate mm. surrounding it. Okay, oh, never so had good. one. Are they? Good. Is that worth? Never uh, had a Zagnut. I like. Or as I'm thinking of a zero. I mean, I'm pulling. No, zero is like the white cream outside. Okay, yeah, that's you always. Yeah, whenever I get one, I'm always like open. I'm like, oh no, this chocolate's bad. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. It's supposed to be white chocolate. That's right. mm. Oh yeah, no Zagnuts are no. These are also not good. Yeah. Oh, I actually yeah, like Zagnuts. Wow, well, uh, you're, you're a candy, like you're a candy a, uh, snob. snob. I didn't know I'm that. Totally right? a candy snob. So it's basically yeah. a Butterfinger without the chocolate on the outside. Yeah, it's it's crushed like uh, Butterfinger on the outside. That was, that's a good way to just. So it's basically it. the contents of the Butterfinger inside and out. It's all Butterfinger. Right. It looks like somebody all is finger like no butter. <laughs> right. It's funny you read the history on this. It says the origin of Zagnut is uncertain. The nut part presumably comes from either the coconut coating or the peanut butter center, mm, while the zag coconut. could be the reference to zigzag, a slang phrase popular when the bar was created in the 1930s. Mm. Wow. Could just be a candy bar. Yeah, it might be that. Yeah, I didn't. I, I just have never had one. So if he would have done a Twix, could he have like uh, <laughs> got both eyes? Take it, take it out, double barrel, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two guys, one yeah, Twix each. That's great. Yeah. We we don't have our superheroes. Uh, this is a whole subject in the DC universe. We don't have our superheroes kill people violently very often. But Hancock is very. They definitely play that he is a god 
uh, you know, a small G God of, of some sort or some kind of hero for gods, because his strength is just overwhelming to the point that easily snuffing lives out very quickly. Well, yeah, but or also earlier in the, that's a crazy thing. He doesn't kill people all through the, like the beginning of the movie. He throws a car onto a spike. We, we get to presume that the people all survive. He, he's constantly like, he throws a child up in the air. He catches him and doesn't kill him. It's like everything he does. He, he, he takes all these robbers out of a bank. We presume he's depositing them in police custody and then when he when he has a chance to kill the real bad guy, he doesn't actually kill the guy. He just takes his arm off. Mm. I think like, there's a uh, a train uh, engineer that is a pile of yeah, goo on yeah, the front of yeah. the train that might disagree. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't think about that. Decisions. There's no way that like, guy that survived. That is right? not portrayed. That it's just never portrayed in this movie. This yeah. movie is so careful to make it so that he has this weird sense for how to get right up to taking a life and not take it. Right. Yeah. You know? Well, he's right. He was trying to, this probably mostly due to editing, editing, I believe, because they were trying to hit a PG 13 wider audience rating on this thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, actually the, 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 the ejaculation thing we mentioned earlier is supposed to be on the DVD. Oh, is it now? Okay. Yeah. The gag. I am not, I've, I've never, I don't recall seeing the DVD, but it's supposed to be on there. Let's so. all rush I out. Certainly- Put your mask yeah, on. Right. Put your mask on. Let's go. Ejaculation get... scene yeah. in every place there is to read about this movie. Right. It feels like right. that would be on YouTube too. Like if it's right. on a DVD, someone's copied it and posted it onto YouTube. And no. how is it possible, Brian Dunaway, that you don't already have the special yeah. edition of Hancock on Blu-ray with yeah. 4K? This, and... <laughs> right. This movie. This movie is kind of kind of flew under the radar poorly for me. I mean, I, I watched it back in the day, and I, I and something just didn't never quite capture me to want to go back and watch it mm-hmm. multiple times but now that i've watched it recently i'm kind of like i'm finding new things that i, I kind of like about it now i, I do yeah. want to see it again also in I would, that case, yeah i'd really like to skip to my big question about this thing which is if you were if you were only if it had been the same amount of time since you had seen all peter berg movies yeah and you peter were only going to watch one more one peter berg movie again and you had to choose one would it be Hancock? Mm, not me. Well, that's a Night darn Lights, movie. Friday Night Lights. He did. He did. The TV he, did. he did both. He did the yeah, he did okay. the movie and the show. The TV show is is an all time great classic. If you don't count lots of season two, but anyway, it's one of the greatest things ever made. the The movie's the movie's all right. It's okay. Right. Does, uh, does a movie starring Peter Berg count, or does it have to be a movie he directed? <laughs> well, then it's Hot Dogs, if you're going to count one as Hot Dogs. Well, <laughs> ah, that's <laughs> the one late for dinner, which is like. Uh, uh, he and his brother, he plays like the dopey brother. Two brothers right. get trapped in a, um, not a time capsule, but like a hyperbaric chamber. Oh, And they wake right. up 30 years later and right, his right, right. daughter is right. now a mother. And Right. No, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, this this may be one of my, I don't know, man. It's, it's, this may be one of my favorite Peter Berg movies. You yeah, got to gotta love, I really, really liked Deepwater Horizon. It's a. It's not like the biggest splash of a movie, and it was based on a real uh-huh. event, and all of that. Oh, I didn't mean that. It was. It wasn't like a. You know, it wasn't intended to be. It wasn't. It wasn't a very sensationalistic take on a on an actual thing that happened. It was a. You know, right, a, a historical right. whatever. But that and Patriots Day, which is again the other one. Both these had Marky Patriots Mark. Patriots Day is pretty good too. I don't know movies. if I want to go back and. Would you want to go back and watch it again though? I mean, yeah, Patriots I might. Good, but I might. I think it. I think it's a pretty. I think it's pretty freaking good. The most rewatchable one is probably the rundown, sadly. 
mean, yeah. oh, the rundown's great, dude. Oh, yeah. Just, yeah. just a rewatchable. Just you know, watch it again. Yeah, again. yeah. I don't know if but I've seen the rundown. The question. Gee, I wouldn't. You, you haven't to... seen the rundown? Let's see. Oh, the Rock. You Sean watched Williams, it. Scott. You watched it with oh, us here Walken, on Film. I Sick. must have seen this because it's got Christopher. You Walken. watched it with us on Film Didn't we film? Yeah, we watched it for Film Yes, we did. I think I saw the rundown. I don't watch all these movies. That's the opposite of the Mandela effect. Yeah. That's like the Mandela amnesia effect. Yeah, there you, you go. I'm the one who says we did do that movie on film sack when we didn't. This is one of those rare instances. Like, no, I don't think I've ever seen that. It actually turned out to be something we'd seen. Yeah. Also, the kingdom is very good. I should mention that as a side. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, uh, once again, I, I definitely think the rundown is probably the most rewatchable one. Hancock's pretty good, but I I don't know if I could rewatch it. A, bunch of times it's good, to, but. To, to really you know figure out where it belongs like how good it is you have to be you have to have some distance from it and i just i just don't know like mm. like right now I, I i'm still amazed at how much i enjoyed uh spencer confidential but it just came out like uh, you know it's just a few weeks ago and i i don't know i'll rewatch it in a couple of years and i might like it as much or not you just don't know where you know the the rundown i've seen three or four times over the years and I know I like it, but I, you know, how do you get the space uh, away from it? Right. Like right now, mm-hmm. uh, right now I'm kind of like pissed off at Hancock, but it's not a bad movie. It's just, I just watched it and, uh, it's got a terrible flaw in, uh, the Charlize Theron character having superpowers and not using them. Yeah. Like that's just a terrible flaw. I can't stop thinking really? about it. Yeah. Really? Like, like, I... Okay, so like, how does this completely unsuccessful PR guy uh, have a nice life? Well, she must be paying for it. How's she getting the money? Yeah, she's got superpowers. She's going out and stealing well, money. No, and... she's three thousand years old. I'm sure she's got some, you know, some doubloons or something. Oh, she's got stuff socked <laughs> away. Some... That she's yeah, got doubloons. Yeah, yeah. the Mona Lisa every once in a while. <laughs> and, uh... I love it. She's got old Nazi money. She's keeping in some box <laughs> Come on, in a safety deposit box. She doesn't have to work. She's been around for three thousand years. Yeah. The more you, she's buried to a lots of men. Character mm-hmm. at the in the first act of this movie. The more you think about what she's doing, the more it's like, wow, she's a freaking villain. Mm-hmm. She's terrible. Yeah. Not using her superpowers, like. Wow. wow, I do. I do like. And she, how much she better kinda... a movie would this be if she kind of was a supervillain, right? Like, if instead of the twist being the fact that there, I was worried that was going to happen. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. 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 I don't know if it would have helped or hurt. It's hard to say. I think it was already hurting I... at this point, and I went, "Oh, okay. Well, wherever they I go." I thought with this. she was for a minute. I thought she was a supervillain because, like, when they first said, "Oh, she's got superpowers," and before they explained it again, and I had totally forgotten. I was like, oh, man, she's been feeding everybody meatballs. I bet she's been poisoning those meatballs, and she's <laughs> she's taking away Will Smith's powers and all this other stuff. That yeah, they called head. it Spaghetti Madness yeah. for a reason, dude. There was madness yeah, in those yeah. meatballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got to be careful. But she, yeah, when and then when she dressed up like all dark makeup and like black uh, super lady dress, <laughs> yeah. I went, she oh, her, uh... she has an outfit. Okay. Her I Olivia love... Newton-John at the end of uh, Grease <laughs> yes. moments. I, yes. loved, I loved, there was such a subtle <laughs> makeup thing. That's really get, get funny. Scott cackling. Sorry, that's funny as crap. No, no, there is the, that thing where Olivia Newton-John changes into whatever she changes into. <laughs> it's a true Greece. story. It's really yeah, funny. Yeah, the very comparison. end of Greece is amazing. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, and, so, and, and I guess uh, just dark makeup is is her Clark Kent's 
glasses the makeup <laughs> right the makeup was it was was fantastic it was very subtle whenever uh, Charlize Theron was flying around whenever she showed up somewhere her mascara would be smeared and everything and it was just this very subtle thing that they could have totally have missed mm-hmm. and not adjusting her makeup uh, after a flight but it, they they played right into it i don't know if She's so gosh dang attractive. Gosh dang it, dude. She just is. She gosh fills the sc- she fills the screen and just is so compelling in everything she freaking does. And oh man, I, and she's believable as as being someone who is super strong. I mean, I would believe that she would be able to kick Will Smith's butt, but she's, like in but real she's life. Absolutely not believable as the housewife in this situation. Who like that? That's the thing. Like. How, just everything about the uh, her presentation, like why why didn't they make her a little frumpier? Mm-hmm. It's like right. when when Will Smith shows up, and he's like, okay, so who's Jason Bateman's wife? Oh, a supermodel, but one of the ten this most the- gorgeous people alive. Wow! But wasn't this wasn't this here? the height? Wasn't this the height of a soccer mom coming into her own? Wasn't this the height of that time period? Two thousand eight. Soccer moms were able to do everything. I don't and know. Were strong. I don't and know. And well kept. Maybe. And everything. I think that was what was going on at this point. So I, I actually believed it in the context of a movie from the late 2000s. Maybe. I My my main thing, I, I agree with Randy here that she didn't, she just fell out of place and kind of a. a well, she's a, like a demigod, right? Yeah. She's a Greek goddess. Yeah. She is. And she's, but, but I don't know. Jason Bateman's okay looking and that's fine. And they're okay together and whatever. But I kept expecting. Boy, they sure make a weird looking kid. Let's put it that way. They make a weird looking well, kid. That's not her together. kid. Well, who's, that's not her kid. Right? Wait, it's, whose yeah, kid is it? His, I missed that. That's his kid. Uh, it's Bateman's kid with a previous woman who died. Yeah, previous woman. Oh. Because Mary because Mary killed her. Diaper aisle story. I missed yeah, that. Mary, okay. Mary killed his previous wife. I missed that. All right. So <clears throat> in that case, then never mind. I was gonna ask, do you guys think <laughs> did you guys ever think the kid was suddenly gonna have powers? Because oh, I was worried right. about and, that. And here's right. another thing. How could you live with your partner, your the person you share a bed with, and not know that they have skin of steel? How mm-hmm. could you? Well, right. you, you, you uh, I don't, I'm not allowed. I'm not. A, I'm not allowed to touch my significant other in bed, so I don't know. Maybe it's <laughs> possible. Question yeah. mark? Yeah, you know. never know. Yeah, I don't know. Right. Again, Stay on your side. Again, they're they're fast and loose with their rules. They play it like a haunted house, and I don't like that. Sometimes I need I need rules in my university powery things right like one thing the mcu get mcu mcu one thing the mcu gets right wait marvel cinematic universe why does that sound wrong mcu yeah (laughs) yeah mcu what the one of the (laughs) great things that that those all get correct in my opinion um they they have great humor they have great uh sort of references for fans of comics they do all these things right the action's great direction's great all those things are always great but one of the things i've always admired about i think all of them is the consistency with their world building it may be yeah. a little different than the comics, but they stick well, to the rules that they establish in their movies, and they don't deviate from those rules. That's gonna be that's gonna be a difference between having a a depth of you know thirty forty years worth of stories that have been rewritten, and you can pick which one you want to present in the film versus a story that was a screenplay and basically a ten page treatment when it was pitched to Will Smith. So I mean, there's a, a lot of a difference point. in in history to yeah. be able to pull from. I think that's a good point. But I, but I agree with you. I mean, I would have liked to. I I like, I like when you set a rule, you set that rule hard and you follow it. You to the to the letter. Yeah. If you break that rule, you lost my. You've lost my. Because it's a cheat. You're just cheating. 
Yeah, and they che- and so movies like this have lots of little cheats. No movie's perfect. I mean, I mean, whatever. Any time travel movie does this, they all play fast and loose with their rules. But I appreciate one that doesn't. And up to a point, this one stuck to it as as right. as written until we until we found out she had powers. We were pretty consistent. It was this guy down on his luck. And I, who this knows guy. why he's even helping people at all? Like why I don't like, why he was even bothering to save dude on a I, on train I, track. I feel or, like it, yeah, right. Why would he even bother to do it? I think it was at, at some point in time. I'd love to see the history. And it, it, did this ever make it? Did they like ever feed this back into like any comic series? I I wasn't I don't think sure. So. I feel like they must have come up with a comic book. After I would have. This. Like, I would love book. to see that eighty year uh, gap history between you know his seeing the frankenstein film and and into current day i would like to have seen oh, there absolutely is a series of hancock comic books i, I, just, I figured there was but i just I, found them i, I never found, really read them found them i just found them uh they're found made them. By, i found them found them see, who makes this uh this is from i hope image it's not image darn uh it I hope is it's gold key <laughs> it doesn't I hope it's atlas comics it doesn't actually say <laughs> I don't know why it doesn't say, but there's Harvey. a whole bunch of these. Harvey. <laughs> there's a whole bunch of these. I would have. I would. Have. Oh, you know what? My work. My maybe some maybe some Archie comics. Maybe they could have got in there and did some Hancock. I think they can. Well, they've they gotten dark some weird recently, trash. right? So yeah, yeah, they can pull some weird trash out. Yeah, well, every, everything stuff. has gotten dark recently, mm. and that like everything. Not yeah. Loki. And it's really it's really interesting how <laughs> this is a, a Vince Gilligan joint. Before he got really swept away. Oh yeah, we forgot to mention that he wrote this, right? He wrote the script or whatever. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I've mentioned it like three times. Oh, have you today? Oh, I missed it. Sorry, I didn't hear you say it. Um. Anyway, it's just it's just interesting to kind of get Vince Gilligan before he started just having everybody always be mean and bad to everybody else, Uh, because there there are actually some rays of hope in this film, right? Like. Uh, the you know the Jason Bateman character is is like uh, lawful good. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of shocking at times how lawful yeah. good he is because if you come along and befriend a superhero, like p- for power to not corrupt you is amazing, and and like the the movie kind of struggles with that all the way through, right? Like the the scene where uh, Hancock leaves the jail to go get his basketball. Is or, or, or is supposed to be making this case that mm-hmm. power has not corrupted him, which yeah, is, and which is itself a superpower, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, ex- exactly. And I actually think that's amazing. And one of the things I wanted to see explored more because you had mentioned earlier that you didn't believe Mary's character would, you know, with superpowers would not be doing something to proactively help humanity. And she, but she is. She's found. She's found that her powers always end up making things worse. And she's like. What if her power is to help someone who is lawful good in an absolute way and can like you know get him to the place she needs to be protect him because she's protecting him. She even like says you know into to Hancock and I was like back off. I'm trying to protect this guy. This guy is she's an angel. She's she's taking on the role of angel instead of instead of God. I'm saying uh, in my head canon, I have to have her doing something good during the day. I cannot have her. (laughs) Not using her powers because that is itself an evil act. So in my head canon, she flies off during the day and she goes and saves endangered species out in the woods or yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? Like she needs to be doing something. I think, yeah. Power. And see, that's a, that's a very. I I think maybe that's 
maybe a difference in 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 complex characters versus simple characters. I think a complex character would sacrifice to 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 understand the greater good. And so I'm actually down with what the character potentially, once again, in my head canon, could be doing. And I would like to see more story in that. Mm. Because if you can sacrifice, because we can all go, I'm in control. I'm the most powerful. I'm going to do everything uh, the way I want to, which is what Hancock does, does it his way. She decides to listen and see what the world needs and finds a different way. What's cool is uh, I was just doing a little deep dive on Vince Gilligan. Oh, yes. Whenever you go quiet, we know you're reading up on something. Well, he he was uh, this would have been the year that he launched breaking bad as well so he was having a good year that year mm-hmm. yeah things went okay for him this movie made money he was doing so, all right yeah he was doing all yes, right yes it did i got some scrutiny though scrutiny here's a piece of trivia i don't believe it says before the f- uh, film became a will smith vehicle i love the idea of an actual car vroom, being a, vroom, yeah like a, a will smith vehicle yeah. that would just play like beep, 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 miami or whatever you know whatever your horn's going to be just <laughs> <laughs> get jiggy with it all the time or whatever. Anyway, um, uh, George Clooney, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and Leonardo DiCaprio, among others, were all considered for the title character uh, oh. over the development of the years that they developed it. But I, what does what does consider mean? I mean, it's like it's like when they asked the you know the original screen you know, when they re- asked the original people who were working on it said, "Yeah, we thought about it for a hot mm-hmm. minute. Right. We had a we had a discussion where we was eating you know uh, some bagels and some coffee. And we said." Hey, with my George Clooney. Nah, that's not really being considered. Right. It's always the question is what do they like? Number one, if how far, if if that data is true or if that trivia is true, how far did it get? Did they, yeah, did you you pick up the phone and call an offer? Did they just say, yeah, yeah, it'd be good? Here's a list of all the people who are popular now. Okay. Mm -hmm. I I, I only want to hear, I only want to hear when they talk about that where someone has been made an offer and they've declined. Mm -hmm. That's what I like to hear. It's like George Clooney declined. The mm-hmm. role, okay, valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's I need, a, yeah. I need some sanity. More, more rules. than yeah. I can't have just <laughs> so and so. These eight names were considered. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, also, there's this trivia about Will Smith sharing a birthday with Christopher Reeve. Oh, uh, that's fine. That's really it, not. That's really not really trivia, though, is it? No. Like, oh, not. what? Oh, no, get out of here! I mean, I share one. I share one with. Uh, David Hasselhoff, and it doesn't mean shit. You know what yeah. I mean? I share one with Bruce Willis. Oh, do you? Nice. Crazy yeah. coincidence. Wow. Do you slurp my butt? Me and, sometimes I call Bruce Willis up and just go, hey, man, happy birthday, brother. How's it going? He's like, oh, good. Happy yeah. birthday to you, too, Brian. I'm having a good just birthday. Is your birthday good? Right. Mine, uh, Have a mine, few laughs. I've known for a very, very long Eat time the three most famous people I can think of who also have my birthday, and that would be Puff Daddy, Matthew McConaughey, and Ralph Macchio. Wow. Oh, everything's starting to make a lot more sense now. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how any of those names are pronounced. Yeah, Macchio. I like Macchio. <laughs> Macchio's pretty good. Uh, all right, bro. Ma- anyone, who? Anyone? McConaughey. That's right, isn't it? How you say it? McConaughey. McConaughey, yeah. McConaughey, yeah. Well, wait, what that's how Randy, I pronounce it. Isn't that what Randy's you know, saying? Maybe it is McConaughey. You said, oh, McConaughey? I thought it was McConaughey. Yeah. It's not McConaughey? I would do a read. I would listen to a remade song that used McConaughey yeah. and McConaughey in it. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. I got who. Uh, let's see if we have some guesses here. What grossed Scott out the most? Any guesses? 
Uh, I actually thought about it earlier. What was it? Oh, it um, was early. I'll say that it was early. early. Yeah, right, right out of the gate, he's face to face with a kid on the street, and he is drunk. <laughs> His breath has got to be so freaking bad. Yeah, it's oh, it's man. not that, but it's you're close to the time. And not line. not just any kid. That's Brick from the middle. I love that. I love that little actor. Oh yeah, he's, that kid's he's, great. A, he's a very distinctly looking kid too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He does too short of a. I thought he'd be in it more. Bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> he has a certain twang to his voice too that's unmistakable for that He's kid. So yeah. Anyway, um, uh, also that's the woman's butt. Uh, Atticus Sheffer. This Matt. movie was a, a a minute before smartphones because uh, any time later, and this and it would have started with him asleep on a on a bench on the street, and people lined up to get a picture, a selfie with him, and put it on Instagram. Yeah, not it was. Mm. Yeah, it was produced. So they filmed it in 07, which was the year the iPhone landed. 08 would have been the year the first Android phones hit, and we would have been in the second year of iPhone. So they would have filmed this before any of that stuff happened. You're right. That was right there, like right on that. You have an app Mm -hmm. called Hancock Tracker. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So let's see. So I guess he was right around then, though, when he was still. It was literally, it was, let me, I'll even narrow it down. It was right after the kid left. Oh, okay. So, uh. So he, he gets another bottle out of the thing. He grabs a woman's butt. Nope. He he licks his fingers or something. Like he gets. It's uh, It's before the butt. So okay. it's before the butt, before but after the, the licking. He, yeah. Does he does he expel his nostril? There you go. Oh yeah, the farmer blow. The, the hanky. Yeah, the farmer. It's not, the, it's not even a, yeah, the the farmer blow. He attempted to do a yeah. farmer blow. It didn't work. But that's foul, dude. Anyone who does that whole like plug one nostril and fire one off under the cement or whatever, freaking go back home to your farm in Arkansas. <laughs> what are you doing here? Like that's well, he's practically he's practically homeless except for his trailer with the drums out front. I mean, <laughs> practically. Nice, yeah, right. I, I nice love detail. the drum set. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah. it's like he designs his house like I designed my Animal Crossing island. Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no, it looked good here. Drum set. Yeah. I've got a bunch of bunch of uh, Jiffy Pop on the counter because I have right. no place to put all this stuff. Right, right. he also has um, a pockets had, are full. Had a lot of uh, surprise. Oh, go ahead. Uh, not to see in the trivia is is right after that scene when he you know kid wakes him up he. Uh, gets his bottle and he starts flying. He runs into a a bunch of geese, yeah, and then yes, he narrowly yes, yes. misses a plane. And I was for sure that that was like a little Superman play on it's a bird, it's a plane kind of thing. Like like yeah, uh, yeah. But I oh. didn't see it in trivia, so I don't know if that's a real you know if it was there, really yeah. There's a lot of right. I I think you're right. I think that might not have been. That was probably like more like an editorial decision. I don't think that was okay. I like but it, yeah, though. I I I noticed that too. I noticed the oh. I, there was a couple of things like that. It was there was some parallel. Super, but it was, Superman nods yeah. kind of thing. By the way, can I have a trouble alert on something? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Your uh, amazing home is a trailer in the desert with nothing anywhere near it. Mm-hmm. Why right, do yeah. movies like this so much? Why is why is Randy Quaid's home in Vegas Vacation a trailer in the desert? And there's no there's no sewer. There's no electricity to this thing. It's, 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 a Martin, it's the Martin Riggsing of. Uh... <laughs> it's the Martin Riggsing. It reminds yeah, me because yeah. it's like a, it's it's his fortress of solitude, but it's a trash. You know what I mean? Like the same reason right, bad right. Superman has to have his thing, or Batman has to have his cave, or yeah, these broody the heroes have to have their place. Fortress of solitude, bad cave. Wait it's a minute, it's funny because it it subverts itself because mm. when you see it and it's all by itself, it actually looks kind of nice. 
It looks like oh, a, I would like that. Yeah. Just dawned on me is Martin Riggs. Uh, also, does he also have the crazy trigger word? Doesn't he go crazy when oh, somebody calls him crazy? Uh, yeah, he's like, "Hey, Mo." And that was that was the thing. Yeah, he didn't call him yeah. Mo. I, don't, I think. No, he no, called just crazy. They'd say you're crazy, and then he would. Then yeah, he yeah, would, they was crazy too. Kind of flip the switch. Yeah, because it happened. Yeah. I think with the uh, the police psychologist or um, right. Oh my gosh! They, didn't then, they? Didn't they get together in the second one? Or was that a different psychiatrist? Different psychologist. That was the first one. Was the blonde lady? Um, that's right. Character actress, and then then it was Renee Russo. Yeah, that's right. And then he made out with diplomatic immunity. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone ends up with that guy in the end. A uh, lot of spaghetti in this movie. I noticed a lot of a lot of I noticed that there was a lot of uh, a straw ball kind of food. It was like, hey, you know, we need see some straws noodles uh-huh. and, and, some, some balls, and some balls meats. and yeah. it was everything oh, they were yeah. eating was either of that combination it seemed yeah it's a vince gilligan thing he loves it he loves people constantly coming back to food like <laughs> it is it is absolutely no that. accident that so much of breaking bad has to do with a chicken restaurant and throwing a pizza on the roof and so forth vince gilligan just constantly comes back to, it's like food is like the thing that that everybody shares and stops and and does so it's very realistic. Well, the, yet no one has a uh, in julep. Yeah, that's right. Nobody did. But I noticed. Uh-huh. Uh, I noticed that every day seemed like it must have been Thursday when anything happened because they saved spaghetti night for Thursday night. And then <laughs> that's, that's the other thing. Food is a crutch for the passage of time. I guess and so. That's, and that that kind of helps. But it just like, seemed like oh look the news conference is happening and it's Thursday and we're eating spaghetti in the house watching this TV. Oh look we're having this other problem and we're eating spaghetti again. It must be Thursday. Right here's what? a here's a Tupperware full of spaghetti because last night also right. happened to be Thursday. Yeah. So back to Charlize Theron character that is I thought it was interesting that that she was obsessed with the news. I didn't understand what that was doing in there. Did anybody understand why the character was was it a was it saying that women are at home all day and they're watching the news? Well, what was maybe it was her was way crazy? of justifying that she wasn't doing anything about it is that she was just kind of mm. keeping on top of what was going on in the world, even if she wasn't going to actually use her powers for good. Right. And, and now see, know, that would be anything. very, that would be a very decent statement to make. Currently, it seems like a lot of us are so busy consuming the news that we're not out saving the world. We're just busy getting mad about it. So that would be, but 2008, was that something that we were, yeah, I, don't I mean, know. was I, that for, for me, it looked like she, so in in a world with a Hancock, in he's going to dominate the news, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And so it looked to me like sh- she was watching the ah. news to keep track of where keep track. Is. Okay, mm-hmm. that's a good pull there, Randy. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're right. That that's, could that's be. Good, that could be. Yeah. I don't know. That again, the way it's played early before you know who she is, it just seems like she's concerned about her husband. She wants to support his new idea, but she doesn't want to. She just knows something's going to go wrong or go bad. And so her motivations earlier on, I liked more than now right. the ones I'm left with now that we know who she is. Because now that we know who she is, I have to second guess all of her stuff in the first half of the movie. And that right. bums me right. out a little because mm-hmm. there was something there was something nice about her keeping the family okay and keeping an eye on things right. and then showing it, up at the prison with some betrays, spaghetti and all it, that it stuff. Be, right. It betrays what Randy didn't like, was, which was her playing a suburban housewife and it so could they have split that in two characters possibly because i mean it really didn't cause any conflict between uh between ray and hancock right so i mean they probably could have just had a different character entirely and introduced charlene throne's character in a different manner yeah I mean, we didn't need it yeah we didn't need a right. twist yeah. we could have still salvaged the character that was written in the first half and had the character 
separately. Yes, this is a good idea, actually. That's a pretty good idea. You don't need her to be the wife. Because then you also now have to believe in a lot of coincidences. Like, her husband's now working with Hancock, who you knew the whole time was one of you, and you've been keeping quiet about it. You just happened to marry him. Wait a minute, you're discarding the magic of the movie, right? Like, the magic of these characters is that they're drawn together, Mm -hmm. whether they like it or not. Right. Right? And so, like, I... I actually think that's cool. Like even uh, even though he's spent 80 years not really doing much that he was slowly working his way toward her, you know? Right. Well, I think I think the the the, the question here is is do are we sacrificing two separate characters since there's such a flip between the two? Are we sacrificing one of the characters when we don't necessarily need to? I I think you could have played it differently. Um I do agree that I liked the magic i like the the lore and the idea that uh, uh, separated they're very powerful they were created in pairs and obviously maybe they needed those powers to be able to get to one another but the end game was for them to be uh you know to be mortal and to find happiness and so separated they have these incredible powers because they would need them to find one another and that's kind of magical, right? Sure. It's spiritual. It's magical. Mm-hmm. I like that sure. idea. Sure. But you would, very, not, you would you don't have to throw it away. You can just work it in a little it's, differently. It's very just change realistic, the, the too. As you know, every Joe Exotic needs is Carol Baskin. Nah. <laughs> right. Yeah, they all have to is, be there. Uh, and, and so the fact that they're, like, if they're kind of close, like in the same city, they've got their powers. But if they're far apart, like Los Angeles, New York, now they're mortal, right? <clears throat> right. Okay, so still have the powers, but they're mortal? I guess so. Or also, how did they both die and then he didn't die? If they were in the same building, they had the proximity, and he's laying in the water with his bleeding mouth. How did E.T. die? But, you know... <laughs> because ET got an answer from the ship was coming back, and it, that's Can enough you? to bring ET. But back. he was cold and powdery. I mean, he was dead. <laughs> Hold on. Can you imagine if this had been a Steven Spielberg movie? Can you imagine? I can imagine. How, how well, he definitely wouldn't have had the uh, the ejaculation scene. No. Yeah, right. But just no. think about how important the struggle between the children with the French uh, foreign was- student. Oh my God! It would have been that was the original so important to the film. That mm-hmm. was the original, uh, the original screenplay, right? It was uh, he came at night or something like that. What, what was it? it? Was wasn't always called Hancock, and it was originally about yeah. a superhero. Tonight he comes, right? Tonight he comes. It was about a superhero and a twelve-year-old, and so that was the that was the original story. So that would definitely be more Spielberg. I mean, that that mm-hmm. they should have handed it right to him. But we ended up with Peter Berg. Yeah, I like Peter, Peter Berg. Berg. Peter, yeah. Berg, he's, Peter uh, Berg. Peter Berg is a, is a cool dude. I like that guy. Spielberg Agreed. wouldn't have had wouldn't have had crimes be the the thing <laughs> that that moves the whole movie. Spielberg would have right. had aliens appearing on Earth as moving the whole movie, but we wouldn't know it. We wouldn't know what was going on. That's 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 actually yeah. I guess that's a he should point. change his that name. Was more later Spielberg than earlier, but she, she, he not. should change his name to Peter Spielberg. That's how. Oh, be. I get it. One bird for another. Yeah, just swap out yeah. your birds. Yep, get your bird. I like on. it because they, what they thought they said, get us Spielberg, and what they heard was just the bird part. <laughs> they missed a split. It was completely. a uh, it was a Skype disconnect or a yeah uh, yeah it's a little glitch. Uh, glitch. Yeah, reminds me of that Simpsons episode with uh, Spielberg's non-union Mexican equivalent, Spielbergo or whatever. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. love Pretty that young. joke. Hey, you guys, let's talk about Raycon for a minute. 
these fantastic earbuds that I just had in my ears a minute ago when I went and walked the dog. Well, let me tell you why Raycon's awesome. Uh, first of all, whether you're working from home, like, like I am, or working on your fitness or whatever it is, maybe you're just trying to listen to whatever you're listening to and not be bothered. You don't want to hear what your roommates hear, or your neighbors, or your wife, or your kids, or whatever. You want to listen to what you're listening to. Everyone needs a great pair of wireless earbuds. Before you go dropping hundreds of dollars on a pair, maybe check out the wireless earbuds from Raycon. We've teamed up with them. They're offering 15% off their order, off your order rather, at buyraycon.com slash filmsack. I've had an amazing experience with these. Very comfortable. I usually don't even like the in-ear ones. Those kind of drive me crazy sometimes. Not these. They fit immediately. Uh, they have different uh, adapter sizes, so everybody's covered, but they worked right away with the default ones for me. And I listen to music. I've done conference calls. I binge podcasts, audiobooks, all of it. Sounds great. Music in particular just sounds really good. And it blocks the rest of the world out. Unlike some of your other wireless options, they're both stylish and discreet with no dangling wires or stems or any of that to distract you during a video call or whatever. The company was co-founded by Ray J and celebrities like Snoop Dogg, Cardi B, Melissa Etheridge. The list goes on. They're all obsessed with these Raycons. They start about half the price of any other premium wireless earbud on the market. And uh, they they I, I feel like I'm getting double the value out of them. They sound just as amazing, as amazing as all those top brands you know. Their newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, are their best one jet with six hours of playtime, seamless Bluetooth pairing, more bass, more compact design, gives you a nice noise-isolating fit. That's the pair I have, and I really, really like them. So get the latest and greatest from Raycon. Get a 15% off your order by going to buyraycon.com slash filmsack. That's buyraycon.com slash filmsack for 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds. That's once again buyraycon.com slash filmsack. Well done. I have clips. We have uh, a, a handful is all. A handcock full. It's not a lot. Ah! Because there isn't a lot of lines where you're like, oh, make sure you capture that line. But it's enough. So uh, here's his a-hole heard me thing at the beginning. Asshole. What? You heard me. All right. So he doesn't. I think of the original. The original <laughs> sin was that kid calling him that at the thing. So well done, kid. Yeah. You heard me. Yeah. You heard me. But he didn't beat him up. No. Nope. Which is good because I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed him in the middle. So uh, nope, only saves his anger for the French. Yeah. That's right. I love just how. Listen to how he sounds. Asshole. It's just something about him. Uh-huh. <laughs> He is he is around twenty two right now. If you didn't know this, he oh, is he? Oh, well, here, yeah. okay. I just thought it was a weird yeah. sounding kid, but you're telling me he's got like a he's got yeah. Like he a, has he has a uh, I would guess a, a condition maybe Atticus Schaffer. Um, I don't really know if, if it's necessarily a condition if he's just you know just different. I don't know, but he 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 played that kid for a long time. Yeah. Well, Rick. he what's he? Let's see. We were talking about that other show he's on now. Where is he? Uh, let's see. Atticus. I'm trying to find his name. It's not coming up in the credits. He's in. Uh, he's in. Right. He's uh the middle ending in 2018, uh, and he is in a series now currently called Never Have I Ever, which I don't know if it's oh. out yet or not. All right. Uh, That's cool. Good luck to yeah. him. Love love him though. He's so much mm-hmm. fun. Yeah, he's fun to watch. So All right. Fun. Here's something about a. Uh, Oh, yeah, this is good. He's talking to this old lady in the bar. I'll break my foot off in your ass, woman. Ooh, jeez. <laughs> uh, he, he really, 
really has a, a focus on on anal. Like he's like, yeah, yeah. you know, foot up the butt, head up the yes. butt. You're, I'm putting that, your head up my butt. Like, <laughs> yeah, there was something going to happen that. with butts. Yeah. I'm getting a nutty on. buddy. Yeah, I'm thinking, geez, Vince Gilligan, what are you writing there, buddy? Uh, here's a man returns. <laughs> here was our one f bomb in the entire movie. Here you go. She should sue you. Yeah, she should sue you. Yeah. Okay. Well, you should sue McDonald's because they f-ed you up. All right. Yeah. That's what I thought. Oh, this movie's gonna go. Was it? I was at R, and then I realized, no, you can get one of those in your PG thirteens. It'll be fine. Uh, Spaghetti Madness. We started Spaghetti Madness about two years ago. We do it every Thursday, and we have not missed a Thursday. Oh, ever. That's a long time. Yes. Yes. What kind of of life do you live when it's like, are we having Spaghetti again? Yeah, on Spaghetti Madness! (laughs) That that is the best example in the whole movie. Real concisely, you, you put on display what Jason Bateman always sounds like and what will smith always sounds like that could have been them on the tonight show yeah mm. yeah as, they, as themselves you're right that's them that right that clip right there 100 percent will smith and uh and justin bateman except maybe in teen wolf too which is a piece of shit all right <laughs> moving on here's a great line you always want to tell a kid at dinner catch him in his little piss pump catch him in his piss, <laughs> piss pump. pump piss pump <laughs> i have never heard it called a piss pump until this film until this movie yeah well since yeah. before or since i think it didn't stick around or anything it's just a it's just a term you're gonna hear will smith say in hancock all right here's uh here's that lady getting interviewed this city is being run by gangs and drug dealers hancock is the only guy who makes them shake in their boots he doesn't always tie a pretty ribbon around it but he gets the job done besides he's hot it does not sound like a live phone call it sounds like somebody Gosh, read something no. from the script so good job. like i've written this down i'm gonna call your uh, voicemail and leave this message for you <laughs> yeah basically that by the way i love the music in this yeah it was good oh, I know. it was i love it it was so really much. good yeah all of it but it, it brought me it took me back to so many like 90s type songs that were just amazing yeah. for me Not, yeah they had um some beastie boys in there they had some uh oh gosh yeah. um i, th- I think it was a little, I, th- I think i caught some luda in there mm-hmm. i heard some iced tea colors oh, oh my yeah i need tea. to watch colors <laughs> yeah oh when my he, gosh when iced tea or when he's walking down through the prison you hear that iced tea song right guy had some onyx in there i believe yeah. if, I, if i heard correctly but yeah. it was some good stuff it was great some 90s ass 2008 business mm-hmm. all right here's a great sound that justin bateman makes good 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 job. All right. And then uh, this guy. What is happening? I like that guy. He's cool. Oh, that that guy, Red, I thought was, oh, my gosh. He is like, if there's ever been someone who played a better Lex Luthor type, I don't know. Oh, he's great. He's great. He's also in lots of other stuff and almost everything else I ever see him in. He plays like Marson. He plays like a Russian guy or or somebody Eastern European block guy in almost everything. So when I heard him talking to a Southern twang, I went, oh, this is different for you. You're not you're not. Well, I hated his attempt at an accent. I I thought he was all over the place. Right. He he sounds southern, he sounds Irish, he sound, like it's just all mixed up. Yeah. I I wish Maybe they he's 3000 years old. I wish they would have <laughs> just let him use his London England accent. Like just why why have him do a voice? It was terrible. Well, it wasn't the best. 
Um, all right. Now, oh, this it's that guy that that yell he did is almost as good as this guy from a couple of weeks ago. What? Not quite though. <laughs> Not quite as good as that. Yeah, that's really good though. Yeah, it's very good. All right, here is um, the final clip of today. I don't know what it is. Well, just. I'll just play it. I'm very strong as well. Oh, yeah. I like that part. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like how she said it as well. I had to get in now. at least one Charlie's Throne line. So, because she's mm. Furiosa and she rocks. All right. Mm-hmm. Next up. Wait. Was she's in that film? She's in, yeah. She's in that movie. She's in that <laughs> movie. Uh, one movie. The, the one yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mad, Mad Fred, uh, Sweaty Road. Yeah. That's the one. All right. Check this out. We're doing this. This is the film sack checklist. Dumb mid movie twist. Check. That's in there. Uh, will no one think of Justin Bateman? Check. Also, by the end, no. he didn't seem that broken up that everybody his wife he was. Is, by the way, is Jason Bateman. I did yeah. I keep did I keep Not right? Justin. Uh, you know You're why? Of Justine. I keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. I've done that my whole life with Justine and just and uh, and Jason Bateman. Right. I do it constantly. I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> That's just how obsessed I was with her in high school because uh-huh. uh-huh. I love Justine Bateman and I want to keep who, calling who him wasn't? Justin. Yeah, <laughs> Mallory. Uh, not enough getting jiggy with it. Check. All right. Hey, Star Trek connections. <laughs> we got a bunch of these from the Trek nerd, aka Daryl Skills. Thanks for sending these in, Daryl. Uh, Sumali Montano, Montano was a news anchor in Picard. She played the Mom AI episode oh. Remembrance in the end of the beginning and the Impossible Box. Okay. So a few episodes there. That's pretty cool. Greg box. Daniel played His the box. Is impossible. <laughs> yeah, Greg Daniel played the police chief in Voyager. He played Mobar and uh, the Tuvok impersonator in the sixth season episode "Live Fast and Prosper." That's a great name. That's also a great title. Uh, Elizabeth Jeez. Dennehy played Rail Crossing Crowd Number Two uh, in TNG. She played Commander wow, Shelby. Now that is that's reaching. Yeah, it is kind of reaching. She played Shelby in the third or sorry fourth episode. Uh, uh, sorry. Third and fourth season episodes, The Best of Both Worlds and The Best of Both Worlds Part 2. Uh, sound grade track, or sound track grade. <laughs> sound grade track. Sound grade track is Q. I, I now have dyslexia. Uh, sound track grade. I'd give it an ML for me likey. I liked it a lot. Mm, it was very good. Me likey good too. <laughs> I thought the score was good. I thought the interstitial popular music was good. It was all very good. Uh, except for except when he put the guy at the bum, he had the the song they played when the guy was up the bum. It just now I'm only gonna I can't even think of the song, but I'm only gonna be able to hear that or see that when I hear that song. <laughs> so that's no good. All right, let's get to the Twitter post. This is where you guys in a hundred, nope, two hundred and eighty characters or less, <laughs> sum nope. this thing up, uh-uh. and we're gonna start with Randy Hancock. Drunks with superpowers breaking stuff are bad. Okay. Just like a Saturday night at Ibbett's house. Oh, wow. Mm. That's a short tweet. To the point. Short and sweet. You fit that in the original 140. Well done. Short and tweet. (laughs) I like that. All right. With us, or not with us. Also, Brian Dunaway. (laughs) I'm losing my mind today. Time is, time means nothing. If you like short and tweet, here comes mine. Hancock, get your head out of his ass and watch this movie. (laughs) I'm not here to judge you, but you're a terrible person. Good job. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) All the good jobs. Uh, Ibit. Hancock, a rapper turned superhero movie that came out around the time we had a young MCU and just learning how to run DC Universe. Nice. Oh. Nice. Well, rapper, there. rapper stuff. Run DC. Rappers. I'm doing the rapper stuff. Run you like DC that? Universe, yes. Yeah. Should be run. Yeah, it's hard D. to get the M in there. How do you do it? Yeah, you put once you put the M in, it doesn't feel like run DC Universe. Run, run D, uh, DC Universe anymore. <laughs> right. 
I've cut your I've cut your flummox. Yeah, you've Scott. cut it. Thank you. Thank you for taking it away from me. I've had it with it. I don't want it anymore. <laughs> now this. All right. Uh, this has alternate titles, if you can believe it. This is almost called We Were On to Something. Handcock. It was almost called mm. that. Wow, it was almost uh, called that. Yeah. Or planes, trains, and automobiles, but that was taken. So they oh. didn't uh, they didn't yeah. do it. But they did involve this movie involved all three of those things. Hey, check it out. We got emails from two different people. One's a real short one. Uh, these all came to us at people are short <laughs> people are short and it's okay Filmsack at gmail.com or the website has a little form on it you can use that this came from levi olson who says oh my cliffhanger is on hulu guys mm. on hulu i say it's worth it i think i it. know it's worth it i mean what are we waiting on <laughs> wait is brian dunaway subscribed to hulu yeah Duh. you get the hulu sure I've been subscribed to Hulu for years. Yeah. Randy's giving me guff because I didn't subscribe to the uh, Amazon Prime forever. Yeah, you're not at the teat. The video service. You're not at the teat of uh, of Jeff Bezos, right. are you? I'm not at the, the bloated <laughs> teat of Jeff, Jeff Bezos. No, not me. Yeah, now you've got the flummox. Well done. You passed there it you over go. there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a virus almost. A great time for that. Anyway, uh, yeah, the Hulu, a cliffhanger. We should squeeze that boy in there because uh, we've for been trying to get sure. that forever. Ever it, and ever it and fits ever. really nicely into hot action movie summer. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. It does. Uh, boy, aren't you glad we're doing this since you can't go have a hot action movie summer of your own people out there in the in the pandemic. It's better to listen to us right now. It's safer. Uh, all right, we got one from P. Enos. <laughs> okay. Yeah, That's clever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very clever. He says, hey, okay. guys, just got done listening with number 400. It was the Close Encounters episode of The Third Kind. A great oh. episode, by the way, he says. And another movie came to mind that would be right up your alley to sack. In 1993, there was a movie called Fire in the Sky. Oh, yeah. Loosely based. Speaking and I mean, Peter Berg. Yes, another Peter Berg unit. And uh, things going into people's bums. Uh, yep. And I am certain that we have said <laughs> at least 10 times on Film Sack that we will sack Fire in the Sky yep. as soon as we can. Yep. Is I'm it certain. a hot action movie? No. It doesn't matter. It's not streaming. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, it's just not streaming. Uh, 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 oh, oh, then what, what are we talking about for? Yeah, it's because... I search, I, search hot, uh, I search fire in the sky at least once a month. Yeah. Matter of fact, it's in there so many times that Google is sending you emails. And this thing's amazing. It's based on... Listen to this. This is the other reason we should watch it. It's not only based on a true story supposedly alien abduction thing that happened in 90, 90 or sorry 75 but uh it was it was not only to that uh or it was all filmed here so this is like one of those utah connections for me like the, the i remember people talking about seeing people filming it when it was filmed here it's also got james garner in it uh robert patrick the t1000s mm-hmm. in it yep anyway that'd be great he says it's currently streaming for free on the tubi app Oh, the Tubi app. That's free with ads. Yes. Yeah. So maybe mm. do we make an exception? Do we not? Do they edit? Do the, Do they edit for content on Tubi, or is it just Ooh. ads are inserted? We could find That's out. That's a good oh. question. We could find speaking, out. Speaking Speaking of Hulu edits for content, oh. and it Hulu. drove me crazy trying to watch. I was trying to rewatch the movie Easy A the other day. It's on Hulu. Oh yeah. Well, which do they do it for both the because they have two service tiers for Hulu and the one I do the one with no ads on anything. Do they edit that as well? I don't know. I I spend sixty five dollars a month on Hulu, and I well I don't do Hulu like you do. (laughs) Do do. (laughs) Wow, that's a lot. I don't have Randy money. Hold on a second. So Hulu, I didn't know they. Oh, because that's their TV thing where they give you the live TV stuff as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't have that. I just do their. So they have that 
12 or $15 tier that's that's all the uh, the non uh, sort of the non live uh, stuff without commercials, be? and then they have the commercial version for like seven. It's a little confusing over there how they do it. Like you can, and, and now there's a way you can get uh, Disney Plus, ESPN, and basic Hulu for like fifteen a month, all three. But that Hulu deal has commercials, so it's it's weird. They do mm-hmm. stuff weird. I don't get it. The following program is presented Mighty. with a bunch of commercials that you don't want. I tried to watch Easy A, which is just such a straightforward, funny comedy. And every third line, a word had been replaced in ADR, and someone was suddenly being called a jerk face. And I was just mm. like, no, I hate you. Mm. Well... That sounds like the bad tier of Hulu to have, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, all right. Well, P. Enos, if that is your real name, thank you for your message. We will keep our eye out. Yeah, we'll keep our eye out. I mean, maybe the two. We'll find out if the Tubi thing edits for content because that's if they do, we, we have a hard rule about that. Like that sucks, and we don't want to yeah. do that. But if they don't, maybe, maybe I can deal with a few maybe. commercials. I don't care. Doesn't bother me. Tubi, uh, but it's. <laughs> I assume Tubi can Don't be Tubi, like Tubi. installed everywhere and played normally, and it's like a normal app, right? Probably. Oh, what was the Probably. and what was the uh, ten minute shows app that came and went in April? Quibi, Quibi is, is still around, it's still a thing. Sure, okay. Yeah, They're still trying to charge me for it. I'm like, yeah. no, stop it. Yeah, I mean, I'll never pay a dime for it, but it's there, and they're doing. They just announced they're doing um from home celebrity recreated version of the princess bride or some weird thing oh. like that it must be a money laundering organization there's just no other explanation i mean they got some big actors doing stuff on there i don't know man there's just money so money someone has money i don't know who has money but tubi has money or uh Quib- randy has money quibi. didn't you hear what he said about hulu you know what they call quibi in uh, australia quibi down under <laughs> <laughs> we need to watch that oh did we ever yeah. watch did you ever watch her alibi no that was no oh my gosh we need Good to see old, that uh, tom Selleck and cindy yeah. crawford right yeah no i didn't know i is that even oh, i don't even know what that is we should put fair game on the list too if we're you yeah. know if we're talking cindy crawford movies hold on a second fair game 2010 no different thing no that's a different thing uh 1995 fair game here we go oh one of the bald ones there willie willie mm-hmm. baldwin okay mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that poster used to be like oh hey oh hubba hubba yeah that was the that was the selling point of that movie yeah yeah <laughs> okay this thing has a, a, a it's rocking a four point three uh, yeah. out of ten review or <laughs> score on IMDb that's pretty when's pretty the terrible. last time we seen Tom Selleck was it that movie where the robot spiders were sent in the floater the floater mm-hmm. <laughs> was it floater no was it what was it no it was it was it called floater it was, it called, was it called something else but they but he's the run, one that run run away run away run away run away run away yeah, was it? Run away? yeah yep. it was run away uh let's see yeah it's been a while he oh he's in a new jesse stone oh he's making a jesse stone movie really you guys know about the he's got that jesse stone show that i never watched or i guess they're all movies all directed tv things i have never heard of jesse stone at all it's like really it's like it's like kind of a not maverick what am i trying to say um matlock sort of (laughs) right wow that's that's two different shows but you know what i mean (laughs) yeah maverick and matlock are not alike but but you know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, he's a lone lawyer, and he's the only one that's gonna crack this case. Like, wow, no kidding! Lawyer. Nine movies that I've, I've, I swear, I've never heard of Stone Cold, and then all these other ones: Jesse Stone, Night Passage, yeah. Jesse Stone, Death in Paradise. 
Is is this a channel I don't subscribe to, like a Hallmark or a? a... Well, I know, I know. Back in the day, I used to see these advertised on Fox News, and I, I'm pretty sure you don't watch that. Okay, all right, all right. See, all Jesse right. Stone. It is Hallmark Channel. Is a Hallmark Channel? Oh, that's great. It says CBS and later the Hallmark Channel adapted the novels as a series of movie specials starring Tom Selleck in the title role. It's a book. It's a series of books. So right, they they're right. playing off that. Yeah. I guess they're popular, and I don't know who they're popular with. But <laughs> they're, I guess they're popular. It started, I'll concede, I guess they're popular. It started in 2005, his first one. It was on CBS, as you mentioned, and then later, I guess, Hallmark's owned by CBS? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I, I'm still not going to get this. Does that mean Hallmark Paramount channel. owns Hallmark? What does that mean? I don't know what it who means. Who owns who? It looked right now, uh, dude, they just started a Christmas and summer marathon over there on that dumb channel. <laughs> And everyone's telling me about it because my wife loves that crap. So it's on. Right. Yeah, it's on now. You can probably see what's her name. Who's going to spend like five days in jail or however. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. This pandemic has fast tracked my desire for Christmas to arrive. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'd like I, I'm usually not interested in Christmas in July. I don't want to talk about it, but I'll tell you. It feels like. It yeah, it's just like, anything. right. You need a little of that home. I need hope. Yeah. I'm, I'm utterly fascinated by how cable cable television is showing old sports. Mm. Oh yeah, again, I love that too. And again, as we've established, I get my cable television via Hulu. Yeah. And so, but how much do you pay? Sixty-five <laughs> <laughs> a month. And yeah. good <laughs> lord, what what do you pay for cable television? We don't Brian, do cable. Right? I don't. I do don't cable. have cable television, fool. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. I don't do the. I mean, I've, I've tried. I've dabbled a little. I did the PlayStation View for a while, and then that went yeah. away. YouTube TV is supposed to be a pretty good value. It's basically equivalent to what PSV uh, PS View was. I uh, have three major television markets, uh, sixty miles in three different directions from me, and I have an antenna in the air, and uh, as well as Netflix and Hulu and Amazon Prime was video was strong armed on, onto me by Randy. So. Uh, what oh, a, I'll, we'll take we'll all take credit I'm for that. Strong armed, we all pick it. We all got you for the Prime thing. I think film sack. Oh, it's fine. It's good. I, I like the Prime thing. It actually works out now because Twitch TV now, of course, a Prime or a Amazon company, is doing the uh, watch parties, and I am part of that watch party. And I tested yesterday Transformers. Uh, uh, was it the third one? Mm. Um, oh, Dark geez. Side of the Moon. That sucks. And I, I <laughs> tested it, and it worked internationally. That was the. Um, that was the first uh, movie that I've done a watch long that worked well internationally. Usually it's locked by region. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think we should try. I could pull you guys in on a Discord unless, Scott, unless you get your Twitch. Well, I have one. Uh, I have. I, have I mean, a, but but they, they allow. Are you doing it now? Did yeah, they, yeah. Did they I'm, on the, the I'm on the thing. Yeah, I, I can do one. I haven't, I haven't actually tried one yet. We could do a live yet. stream watch along. Yeah. The, only, the deal is that people who can watch it have to have Prime. And so if they watch along with us, they'll see it the way, exactly right. the same time we do. They'll hear our commentary. Oh, um, but we already do. We already require they have prime or some access to a movie when we do a prime movie anyway. So, I mean, well, no, no, no. But I just mean if they want to watch along with us in right. real time, right. they have to right. have prime to do it. It's, it's on prime. So if you don't have prime. Well, even if you don't anyway, how does it work? Yeah, you just, if you're a Prime subscriber and and you okay, so I could go on I'm right now. And I could start a right I could start a show. <laughs> imagine a show on Prime. Let's say the boys. Okay, <laughs> let's say I wanted to right. get on Prime and watch the and I wanted to binge watch the boys. I could do that, and any of my audience who wanted to come watch with me and listen to me commentate while we watch it, right, with my overlaid photo like a video game, just you know, like you're streaming on Twitch. Um, it's not actually they, overlays. It's always like above the chat. Well, no, I mean you can do. 
I'm saying I can I can go full screen on it and have my little picture down at the bottom and all that stuff. Right. You just do it like a game. But my point is, like, if they've got Prime, they can watch it. If they don't, when they go to watch this, it'll say, "Sorry, you have to be a Prime member to watch this content." Right. So that it's 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 super. It's a really interesting thing they're doing. Right. I like want- okay. So like I was thinking like instead of like if we did a watch along. Sometimes we request that people say we have a movie we're watching it watching on Prime. If we do a watch along where we, you know, rebroadcast it after the you know the video on demand or whatever, we just released the podcast of us talking over a movie. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that not be any different? You yeah, know, we could normal? totally do it as a live thing, and people and those right. who can listen. Just asking. Just asking. Yeah, no, be yeah. Fine. now I'm, now I'm trying to strong arm you into doing what I want to do. You don't have, <laughs> no strong arm needed. I think it sounds like a fun idea. We should do it. I think it would be fun, actually. It yeah. sounds like, so if you're in the beta, or I don't know if it's a beta or whatever, but if you're in the beta of it and I'm in the beta of it, either one of right. us could host one and the right. other two could just do like we always do, which is be synchronized with the movie on the other end. Uh, right. Well, actually, I didn't have to do that because uh, Twitch synchronizes it for you. So if you're if you leave, I tested all this yesterday, if you leave... You can come back and it'll pick up right where everybody else is at. Oh, okay. So even so, if you get lost, yeah. even if you get lost, it's okay. I'm just worried that because we would, but but we would be recording our conversation in a whole separate, different way than we would through video. And I wonder what right. that does to lag. I, I have no idea on the on the movie. I mean, like I, I don't know if things will be behind I, or ahead or whatever. We'd have to test that. It's an interesting question. I'm still it's testing. Riveting. Good, good point. Good point. So riveting. This is great audio Man. podcast content. <laughs> Oh, this is still part of. Oh, this is this part of. The sh- we're still, still on the show. This is the, this yeah. is the end of the show. This is the post show. <laughs> yeah, this is post, post show. You can talk about show. anything. There's bonus content, everybody. You didn't know you we were could talk get. about Randy's third nipple. Is that all fair game? <laughs> Wait, he had it removed. We we don't talk oh. about that nipple anymore. But not the fourth one, which now became the third one. Oh, oh. right. Okay, that makes it's sense. It's moving on up. It works like flowers do in Animal Crossing. They just spread. You got to be careful. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, well done, everybody. Uh, that's going to be our show for today. Our next movie will be what will it be? Randy, do you have that handy? The Green Hornet. The Green Ooh, Hornet. The Green Hornet, which I've never seen. Me either. But it's a it is a hot action movie. Yeah, I never saw it either, and I don't remember why. I just didn't have any interest in it when it came out. I think mm-hmm. I was on a I was on the down with Seth Rogen type things, but on now the down. Yeah, but I'm but I'm good. I'm good to see it with you guys. So this will be good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's streaming on Netflix. You got nothing to do. Watch the Green Hornet. Sure, that's what you should do. So check it out. That's the Green Hornet available now on Netflix. We'll be watching that for our film, our very next episode. So check that out. Uh, thanks for your patience last week. And also anybody out there in the audience who gave to either of the Brian Hibbett charities he ran two weeks in a row. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yes. Very Charity week boy. is now over. Well, it's almost over. Tina's currently now doing it's... a heart walk. Oh. Uh, oh. As I, a cancer walk as I, as I, not a heart walk, a cancer walk as I record this. So uh, once that's over, we're done with charity for the year. So, yeah. Um, right, right. I, now it's all about the Ibit again. Yeah. Forget about the charity. It's all about exactly. the Ibit. Exactly. Uh, pretty cool stuff, you know, anyway. You need to set up one of those websites for your your thing where I can go donate, but I have sliders and I can choose percentages to the different charities. <laughs> oh yeah, you can have all your charities in one place, Brian. That's what you should do. There you go. Go hire somebody to make you a nice, fully functional website with sliders, and uh, you're all <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Then, oh, don't say sliders. It makes me want little burgers, little tiny burgers. Mm. Oh, oh, really? It makes make me you think Kerry were. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it makes me think of uh, uh, Jason Bateman's alter ego. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Justin Bateman. <laughs> wait, what's the other? Who's the, wait? In Sliders, what's the guy's he's, name? Uh, he's uh, Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. There you go. Right. Yeah. Well, right. if this if this made you hungry for Tiny Burgers or Jerry O'Connell, either way, we look forward to seeing you next week. Our website is filmsack.com. And as always, you can email us, filmsack at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at filmsack and uh, give us a review wherever you get your podcasts. It helps a lot. It's going to do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Asshole. We'll, <laughs> we'll see you next Whatever, time. Whatever, <laughs> This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. What is happening? Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.